0: Hey! In this podcast, we talk about the show Hey Dude, which ran from 1989 to 1991 on Nickelodeon. It's a great show, and if you want to watch it along with us while we discuss it, you can find it on Paramount Plus or get it on Amazon or iTunes or wherever, I think. Now, probably still on VHS somewhere. You don't have to watch along with us, but it's a lot of fun if you do. Also, sometimes we say some naughty words on this podcast, so audience discretion is advised.
1: Recording in progress. You're recording in progress. You are. Hello. Hello. I found my notes. Oh, good. One of us will be prepared. And oh my gosh, they are thorough. I have three pages of notes.
0: No way. I love, this is what I love about our friendship, Jess. When one of us is having a noteless night, the other one comes with three pages. (laughs) This is
1: how we roll. We'll just see how sensical they are. I decided to get super duper high. Ooh. Just now? No. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> for the watching. Ooh. Turns out I don't like baseball when I'm high either.
0: <laughs> I have not notes, but I do have a website I'm going to read to you from later. Good. Is it about the MLB? No. I need a nap.
1: But let's talk about this show. Yeah.
0: So, hey, Jess. Hey, T. What <laughs> were you going to say? I saw your face moving. It
1: was going to say, welcome to Yay Dude. Welcome,
0: welcome.
1: to Yay Dude. Yeah. It, it's but a it's Hey a Dude pod- rewatch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a Hey Dude rewatch podcast. <laughs> and every week we watch an episode of this here show, Hey Dude, and we talk about it Between the two of us here on this year's show. Yay, dude. Yeah. And it's fun. It's
1: fun. We do it because it's fun. It's fun. (sighs) Don't you like things that are fun? I do. This week's episode is called Dueling Ranches. Was this one fun? It's the seventh episode of season three, um, airing on the 18th of May, 1990. And it was kind of fun. It was kind of fun. It got yeah. more fun. It started out stressful. Yeah.
0: Got more fun.
1: I would like to read you the synopsis, if that's all right. Please do. Arrival ranch, Snake Eyes Ranch, challenges the bar nun to a baseball game for the water rights. For the water rights. Yeah, for the water rights. All of and the And we water will get into it. This one was written by... Somebody who I don't think we've seen episodes from before, Um, Mark Cerulli, who directed a 2022 documentary on Joe Karoff called By Design. He created the 007 logo, among other things, and he also directed one episode, wrote an episode of Clarissa Explains It All, and... I loved that show, Jess. Oh my gosh, yeah. Did you? Are you thinking what I'm
0: thinking? I'm thinking what you, maybe, yeah. Hmm. That's an idea.
1: For the listeners, what we're thinking is,
0: what happens
1: after Hey Dude
0: ends? I know. It's hard to think about, but.
1: How could I ever podcast again?
0: How could you ever podcast again? How could I, for that matter?
1: What? But. there's Clarissa out there.
0: There is. I also really liked the secret world of Alex Mack.
1: Oh. Where she would turn into like a water goop. This episode of television was directed by Ross Bagwell. Ross. Yeah, you know it. You know it. This was action packed. He's the goof about. The goofums. Isn't he? Right? Yeah.
0: This, this is. Mr. Fred is the serious Shakespearean.
1: Yeah. Mm hmm. And then the one who wore a beret.
0: Yes. And and smoked a
1: pipe, I believe is what they said. Or maybe that's just how I picture him.
0: (laughs) I would think maybe it was his beret and pipe then, like his beret when Mr. Ernst would be a director. Maybe he would wear that Mm -hmm. very beret. And when he was an artist too. Speaking of Mr. Ernst, Mm -hmm. we see him first. We're (gasps) in press and play. Yeah, you want to? Yeah, let's go. Okay. We see him. He's on the he's on the telephone. He's trying to buy some ding-dang tickets mm-hmm. to a ding-dang sporting event. From some imaginary ding-dang teams.
1: <laughs> the Wildcats and the Tornadoes.
0: I don't think so. I think the Wildcats are the Arizona Wildcats, like for the University of Arizona. Aren't they
1: called the Wildcats? I don't know. I was just listening to um, Mr. Tuxedo Mark on Hey Dude Reviewed, who... Did some research and said that he couldn't find evidence of these teams existing.
0: Mm, I think it's mm, pretty sure he's talking about the Arizona Wildcats, given the fact that they're um, they're in Tucson, and I think he's later wearing an Arizona Wildcats
1: shirt. He's wearing hat. he's wearing that cap in this very cold open.
0: Yeah, are you sure they exist though? Am I sure they exist? I am. Yeah. confident, but one can never be sure.
1: Hey, Siri, show me the Arizona Wildcats. Oh, which sport? Football or basketball? Right, exactly. (laughs) Baseball team? In the first round on the 16th of March, 2023, the final score was 59 to 55. You heard it from Siri himself. Now, who are the
0: tornadoes?
1: That's a better question. Teresa, can I tell you a secret right now? I had a really hard time bringing myself to care about sports ball in this episode. But here's my biggest problem with,
0: okay, okay, I know you don't want to talk about sports ball,
1: but. I'm sorry, I I do, I do want to talk about we it. We have to, we have we to. We have to, I get it. So,
0: the guy is from New York. Yeah. He's apparently now some big collegiate baseball fan. Well, why would he? Wait. Wait.
1: But also, those men who played as pinch hitters, is that the term for the ranches teams? Mm-hmm. Those were not college kids. Those men <laughs> were old. No, but these <laughs> <but> he's, were <laughs> the Wildcats and the Tornadoes are minor league teams that don't exist.
0: Separately, they have these ringers come in who play. For the sport professionally somehow,
1: but on the team on those
0: teams did he say did it say that yes oh well you took notes I didn't <laughs> well then this is who's the writer again
1: Mark Cerulli not tuxedo Mark okay probably I don't well, think it was tuxedo Mark all right well Mark Cerulli he would have been a tiny boy <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's our contemporary.
0: Think so. Okay, Mark Cerulli. If this is supposed to be a fictional team, then why did you choose Wildcats? A- any, it- it's reasonable to think that you meant the college team. It is. Also, though, why would it be so hard for Mr. Ernst to get a ticket to a collegiate baseball game? Yeah, this we've spent way too much time talking about this. <laughs>
1: It's all entirely relevant. This is the content that the listeners crave. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. At the so either open. either fiction or
0: nonfiction <laughs> team, either one or two fiction or nonfiction teams are playing a baseball game. And Mr. Ernst cannot get tickets, but he's like, that's okay. At least I got
1: my radio. Mm-hmm. But guess what? What? The teens... Are playing baseball and they broke the radio with their
0: baseball. Yeah, Mr. Ernst was like not looking, or he was in the other room at the moment. He was getting baseball. mail. Yeah, and the baseball flew in. Uh-huh. Real mm, broke that radio. Yep. These two, these three teens standing at the window when they realized that they hit it in there. Mm-hmm. They look like actual real
1: pals. Yeah, it's very cute. I it about.
0: And I said it in the last episode. I've said it a few times now.
1: Chummy. They look chummy. Uh They sure do. I think that um, Galkin kid has brought some real magic to the ranch. Yep, 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 yep. I agree. Um, Looks like they're having fun. And Danny looks,
0: he does look more like a heartthrob than he used to in Ted's shadow. uh Mm-hmm.
1: I said it. Good. I'm glad you did because I was just thinking it i bet you were (laughs) and melody wants to come clean but the boys don't want her to and that's really stupid because Ernst just like sits down at his desk and discovers the baseball immediately and then the radio explodes it explodes it catches on
0: fire and we all had a good chuckle at that when we watched it as a family you would like to think that it was the five-year-old who started laughing first and hardest but it was me oh good it
1: was the funniest part of this episode
0: Oh, I thought there were some other funny parts that we will get to, but that one was a good bit. Uh, They didn't come clean. No.
1: Mr. Ernst is heartbroken about not being able to go to the game. He's heartbroken about his broken radio. He doesn't look good in a baseball hat.
0: No, well, he's wearing it like a dad. He's wearing it on top of his head, like on top, top of his head and not like down at all on his head.
1: Mm hmm. But Lucy looks awesome. Yeah, she always does. She comes in and she is so upset because the lake has gone down another two inches because these flipping bozos next door are damming up their damn creek.
0: Yeah. And at first I thought this was going to be another episode about their troubles with water. Water, yeah. But it wasn't. This one is is you can you can fix this one. Just get those jerk kids down the road, stop damming the creek. Okay.
1: Hey. Have we heard of Snake Eyes Ranch before? Yeah, I think we
0: did. I think in the well, we will again, because they're the Vlex, right? I think yeah. we've heard um you'll have to fact check this one. But in the ranch, the episode with the the ranch critic. Um,
1: Superstar season two episode ten.
0: Yes, did he go? Did the critic leave and then head to Snake Eyes Ranch next? Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you something really cool? The I know it already. That the critic.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Is yes. is none other than Vic Fleck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. A.K.A. A Paul Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. Rest in peace. No. Yeah. No. No relation. Okay. Oh, and um, you said our already- dead though.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at that. <laughs> <I> <laughs> I'm not to- laughing. <laughs>
1: no, I'm not either.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I had to burp. And then when I burped, it made it look like I just like started laughing and that made me laugh.
1: And also oh. Boy,
0: <laughs> stop judging me.
1: These Snake Eyes boys, they posted a sign at the end of the road that said that the bar none was closed. That's messed up. Can you believe
0: it? No, I can't. And also, I can't believe that somebody can just go, like, damn a creek without any legal recourse. Yeah, right? That's, that felt hard to believe. I don't know. This was the 90s. And it's Arizona. Yeah. Okay, Jess, after Lucy explains to Mr. Ernst what the problem is, why these, why this creek is, um, or why this lake's getting low... (laughs) We have a friend behind the counter. Did you see? Betty, the new braces girl? Betty, we thought it was Becky, but it's Betty. Betty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she got to actually
1: speak this time. But you know what's fucked? She's still not credited in the credits. Whereas all of the baseball players who don't even speak are credited. What? In the ep. But Betty, with a speaking role. <sighs> It's Betty, not- if you're listening, Betty,
0: give us a call on the podcast phone. So, I mean, you know how to work phone clearly, as you do Very in this proficient. episode. Yeah. You pick it up and you hand it to Mr. Ernst, and you look surprised mm-hmm. at the fact that you did that.
1: <laughs> um, He wants to get the boys from the snake eyes on the horn to give him a piece of his mind. Is sure he's, they're going to be totally reasonable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, oh, this part made me laugh, too. They, they're they damming the creek because they want to build a mud bog monster truck race track. Yeah. Which is the thing.
0: They run a rival dude ranch? Like, this yeah. seems like a different kind of vacation experience.
1: They seem like real Mr. Ernst, if you know what I mean. Like, with some harebrained schemes. Mm. Like, who thinks it's a good idea to build something based on mud in Arizona. Oh, good point. I mean, they're damming the creek so that they have access to mud water. But like, that does
0: not seem sustainable. It's a good point. This made me laugh really hard. When he hung up the phone, he said something like, oh, wow. Oh, thank you. And he hangs up and he tells L- Lucy, like, I told you they're going to be reasonable. He said he was going to Come down here and wail on me. I don't like to see a grown man cry or whatever he says.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That made me laugh. That's funny. Poor Mr. Ernst.
0: Context clues, Mr. Ernst?
1: Yeah. Did the guy sound like
0: he was depressed about it or did he sound mad? Because maybe you could use that
1: to help you understand what he meant. True to his word, Vic Fleck, a.k.a. the reviewer from Superstar, comes down in his truck with his two idiot sons. Who are played by Don Wiley and Paul Ulmer, Carl and Lonnie Vleck. One of them looks familiar. Well, Carl, a.k.a. Don, is in another episode of Hey Dude in the future.
0: Is that the one that is the first episode of season four that we have to watch on DVD? I don't know. I forgot to look. Because this family comes back. I think the episode is called They're Back.
1: They're otherwise, un- there are no more credits for either of them, aside hmm. from Hey Dude. Well, the shorter one looked like somebody,
0: but maybe he just looks like somebody. I- oh, you know what? I think he looks like my son's swimming teacher. <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking of. Anyway, oh. he's a great swimming teacher. Does a great job. Sam did his first unassisted back float
1: today. Very impressed. Yeah. Did I tell you he lost a third tooth? I think that you may have told me, but you have not told the podcast listeners. Oh, but
0: did I tell <laughs> you or my podcast friend here that he tried to throw off the tooth fairy with a decoy tooth and it was a painted rock?
1: <laughs> How did that go?
0: Um, she did not leave him any money because she figured it out because he left his paint out. Yeah. Me personally, I if I were the tooth fairy, I probably would have given him the money. But Brandon let me know that like maybe we shouldn't endorse him getting paid to lie and cheat and <laughs> make counterfeit things. And so leave then, the paint out. Well, then that's when I I, I I gave him an opportunity. I got like I brought the paint upstairs and I like kind of put it out. And uh and I was like, Sam, your paint's still out here. Do you think maybe you should go put it away? And he's like, I'll do it later. And then I was like, Yeah, we can turn this into a teaching moment. Put your paint away, kid. But you know what? He was fine with it because when we were at the beach last week, he found 20 bucks in the sand. And he's oh, like, wow. This is like four teeth. <laughs>
1: So he doesn't care. Oh, what did he do with his 20 bucks? That's like finding a hundred bucks when you're a teen. I know. I'll show you. Hold on. The anticipation is killing me. It's not actually killing me. Don't worry, listeners. I'm still here with bated breath. (laughs) It was just entertaining.
0: (laughs) He bought this surfboard decoration.
1: Oh. It's wood
0: and it says sunrise, sand, surf, swim, soak, sunset, repeat.
1: You should add Sam to that list of S's. Yeah. It looks a lot like one of Jake's shirts. Yeah. Jake would totally wear that as a shirt, except for maybe without the words. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't another wooden spoon anyway. (laughs) He's purchased a lot of wooden
0: spoons in his day. He can buy whatever he wants with his money. Yeah. I hope he keeps
1: that forever.
0: This one, he lost interest in this almost immediately.
1: All right. What happens next? Uh, kids are still playing ball and they hit Mr. Flex truck with the
0: baseball. Yeah. Did we say he came down and was like really threatening?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. well, we he was going to wail on him. But then he actually did come. But back. not in the crying
0: way. Right. He was being real mean about it. Yeah. Walk me through this, Jess. How does this all go down? All right. So should we start at the beginning? of the show. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, that was just take one. Okay. So, the kids hit the baseball on the truck and then Mr. Ernst, sorry, it's playing in the background and I'm trying to explain it. What happens is very complex. So, (laughs) 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 Mr. Black is insane. Clearly. Let me read you my Notes verbatim. Yeah. Listeners, I am in a state where it is legal to smoke marijuana. And boy, let me tell you, I smoked a lot during this episode. And here are my notes. (laughs) Mr. E looks bad in a baseball cap. Vic Flex kids are idiots. Mel hits a ball into V's truck. Mr. V is insane. He wants to play baseball for damages to his truck. Lucy whispers in Mr. E's ear about this deal. The Barnon wins, Mr. E. pays for the truck, Mr. Snake Eyes wins, and they stop damming the creek. Mm, Which is the opposite of what I meant, kind of. Is it? Wait, that's right. No, And if the Snake Eyes
0: win. Oh, it is the opposite. If the Snake Eyes lose, they stop damming the creek. Lose is the words. Yes, Yes, that's the one. That's the opposite one. Yes, and Mr. Ernst is reluctant to say yes to this, and the kids really want him to. They're like, this guy's a jerk. Let's get him. Let's get him with our baseball skills. Yeah! And then he's like, oh, I don't know about that. And then finally he
1: agrees quietly. Um, After Vic Fleck threatens to bring in the lawyers. The lawyers. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. Somebody
0: should bring in the lawyers, but it should be Mr. Ernst. Because I don't feel like What Vic Fleck is doing is legal. I don't think you can just take public water and dam it up. Yeah. To make a mud bog for
1: your trucks. Yeah. Unless you're a beaver and they don't even have trucks. (laughs) Right. What jerks?
0: (laughs) Why do they get special treatment? God. Have you ever watched a documentary about beavers?
1: Oh, uh, not in recent years. You got to. They're awesome. I did just hear the newest Baby Geniuses episode, um, which is about beaver dropping. Ooh. they will just relocate a beaver by putting it in a crate and dropping it out of a helicopter. Well, because a
0: lot of like marmot type creatures, you have to take them very far away. They yeah. would find their way right back. We had a bunch mm-hmm. of um, groundhogs in our backyard. And it's useless. You have to, like, take them on a vacation. Yeah. You take them a couple miles away, they'll be right back. So you have to take them to Mexico. Yeah. (laughs) And buy them a margarita. Cheers to beavers. Cheers to beavers. Cheers to all sorts of different marmots and all kinds of creatures.
1: So next in my notes, (laughs) I wrote, Mr. E becomes a regular Ted Lasso, but with facts. (laughs) What? <laughs> Mr. E becomes a regular No, I lasso, heard it, but with facts. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the words. But what? Because they have a practice. Let me see if I have my logic correct. Uh, the, they have a practice and the, but instead of being inspirational, Mr. Ernst is just spouting facts about baseball.
0: Oh, and he's not qualified to be doing the job. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I get you. I get you. He's trying to coach the team. Right. (laughs) you
1: don't have to include that in the podcast.
0: No, I love it. It's definitely going in. So.
1: Uh, Of note, Betty is not on the team. She's running the whole ranch during this escapade. But they do have some additional small children playing. They do. I
0: remember years, years back. And by that I mean months. The other kind mm-hmm. of year. Um, <laughs> when I tried to be on Reddit for a hot minute, but I didn't do it right. Somebody had said they were a, a little kid extra on this show. And I wonder if this is uh, one of them is here on this baseball diamond. You
1: mean Jody Hurley, Lori Johnson or Steve Johnson? Yeah. Those were the three extras who were
0: barn on brawlers. Well, the one that, I briefly interacted with on Reddit said that their uncle was an EMT on the show. Right. So if one of those three folks have an EMT uncle, then there you go. There's our answer. Sometimes I'm not sure if we've said enough contextually. I think we have here, but it's cutting it close. The bar none. They're going to play this baseball game. Now we're Mm -hmm. at the baseball practice. And the kids and Mr. Ernst and then some other random kids are on the team. hmm And that's what we're watching right now is his practice. And Mr. Yeah. Ernst is is proving inept at baseball, even though he has given the impression that he was a college baseball star.
1: Yeah. I don't know when he seems to have given the impression that he's a baseball star. That doesn't seem to be part of the lore of this episode. <sighs> but somehow we're supposed to have assumed that he was a baseball star?
0: This is correct. I feel as though it is unreasonable to think that just because somebody is a fan of a team, that that means they were a collegiate athlete and star of that sport. Because guess what, Jess? Mm-hmm. There's some sports that I like to watch, and I definitely did not do them competitively in college. Yeah. Absolutely and I think that that's
1: not. fine. Yeah, I never saw you play hockey for a minute in college. Heck no. And I don't
0: feel like every time I cheer about hockey team that I should have to prove myself by showing you, uh, you know, yearbook photos of yeah. me
1: playing hockey. Yeah. But you know what turns out Mr. Ernst has never played before and everyone is so disappointed that they end the practice. <laughs> <laughs> They're so,
0: it was so, it was so mean. Like, how is that going to help yeah. this guy's self-esteem? And he has played before, but only like one at bat, I think. And it didn't go very well. They were, yeah. he, he tries to pitch and okay, so his first two pitches aren't perfect. Well, geez, Jake, chill out. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like a very well-run practice. Mm-mm. No. I like Brad's athletic wear. I, they, okay. Okay. Can we get to my thing here?
1: Uh, yeah. Are you, is that the beginning of your segment?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a segment so much as just looking at them all on this field here and their, yeah. their athletic apparel, basically all wearing different kinds of jeans. Yeah. And then when we get to the actual, the, uh, actual game the competition everybody is wearing jeans everybody is that normal for a baseball game did you say is that normal for a baseball game yeah i don't think so and that's actually what i was trying to google
1: about no they have cute little pants
0: yeah they have cute the other team was wearing cute little baseball pants yeah because i um because i was like is this a thing maybe that they did in the 90s like 80s 90s cuz this is ridiculous like you would think costuming would be like mm, maybe not jeans for the yeah. competition i googled wearing jeans for athletics mm-hmm. and all i was getting obviously was athletic fit jeans mm-hmm. but i did click on barbellapparel.com and what they have to say about athletic fit jeans This is so dumb. I'm I'm ready. (laughs) All right. I'm going to read you some of the highlights. According to Mm barbellapparel.com, athletic fit jeans were made for ladies and gentlemen with big bulky thighs. Before, it was hard for those kinds of athletic body types to find comfortable jeans, blah, blah, blah. So then we go down and it says, but what are the specific benefits that athletic fit jeans can offer? Well, number one, comfort. If you have big, muscular thighs, athletic fit jeans can give you breathing room without sacrificing style. These kinds of pants are made just for your specific body type. Even if you don't have record-setting thighs, you might enjoy the extra room in the upper half of the pants around the thighs and rear end. Number two, they offer a flattering fit. And then number three, stretchy material. Blah, 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 blah. That's boring. Who cares? But this is worth knowing. Uh, The denim that most athletic jeans are made out of, allows the wearer to run, jump, and even do cartwheels. What? All of which is bound to happen when a group of competitive friends gets together.
1: (laughs) Listen, when competitive friends get together, it is cartwheels or bust. You have to have your cartwheeling jeans on.
0: Yeah. You're getting together your most athletic, rowdy, competitive buds.
1: Yeah. But listen, this, that (laughs) is from a website. This is from like a normal (laughs) website. And this, this era, 1990, there were hardly any websites. And you know what else there wasn't much of? January, sorry,
0: January 13th, 2022. So modern men still getting Mm -hmm. together to cartwheels in their jeans. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, Jess, tell me what also wasn't there a lot of. I
1: really don't think there was a lot of stretchy jeans in 1990. I don't. I think that's new. They were stiff as fuck. They were so uncomfortable. I hated wearing jeans. I hated jeans. I still hate jeans because I have memories of how difficult they are. I was
0: thinking about this just the other day. <sighs> Why? Why did it take until, what, like six years ago to start making jeans stretchy? Oh my God. It's crazy. It is crazy. You had to wash them so many times that like your butt would become visible. Yeah. Just to be able to move. Jeans, man. So they're all in their athletic fit jeans. Man, why you got to be so hard on Mr. Ernst? Like, why are you so mad that he wasn't a good baseball player? Joe Torres plays it so well. Like his, the disappointment on Joe Torres' face is a disappointed Danny? It's not like a ugh, like a buddy. Like I'm embarrassed by my dad, or yeah, like a, a, like a you're a goofy. Roll your eyes at him, like a Melody or Brad would do. It's like when Danny is mad or disappointed in Mr.
1: Ernst. It's just like it cuts you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's really <laughs> upset that that Mr. Ernst is not good at baseball.
1: They all are. They all walk off in a huff. Oh my god. then then Lucy writes, well, I guess first, Buddy consoles his dad for some reason. He needs consoling. He does. He feels really bad about himself. Yeah. I get that. And
0: especially in the 80s and 90s, being a man, or a boy for that matter, and being bad at sports, was like the worst thing that
1: could happen. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know... I feel like it's kind of silly, though, because he went to accounting school. Yes.
0: Did he say the name of his? What was the name of his? The Digit
1: Heads? Digit Heads. (laughs) Like, I don't know. He wears a pocket protector. Like, why are we having sporting expectations of this man? And why is he still holding himself to those standards? Like, can we please cross to the new millennium now? No, they were still quite a ways off
0: from the new millennium. I
1: heard somebody talk about the turn of the century, and they meant this century. And I'm going to have to adjust.
0: Yeah, that's not right. Did we say about what what Lucy
1: comes riding up about? Um, Lucy comes riding up, and she lets them know some bad news. What? Bobby Bulp who plays for the Wildcats and once Ada a catcher's mitt is Vic's brother-in-law or something and he got them to play for the Snake Eyes. Oh, Bobby Bulb. Oh, oh, oh no. Bobby Bulb is what I wrote it right now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Seven O's.
0: But you know what? We get to the, the day of the big event. Uh-huh. These athletic Jeans-wearing Bar none team look really good. They're the Bar none brawlers. They've all got shirts that match. They've all got cool red baseball caps.
1: Yeah, Mr. Ernst's ability to pull together uniforms and shirts on a short notice is really unparalleled. Absolutely.
0: That's what I was thinking, Jess. Like They really know how to make a team look put together even if they don't know how to play. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So you're telling me... This guy who walks in to be the ringer for the bar none, this gentleman, what's his name? Number twenty-one, Frankie Flash McGuire. You're telling me that guy is a professional, or is a, a supposed to be college age?
1: No, I'm I'm not telling you that. Not at all. That's Vernon Travis Wilhite. Oh, rest in peace. He died in 2019. His jersey says Tucson.
0: He plays for the Tucson Tornadoes. Well, so I Googled Tucson Tornadoes, and what comes up is most of the tornadoes in Tucson are F-0 or F-1 tornadoes, how they classify the strength of tornadoes, and I should actually know how to pronounce that because I've been in a few, but the dry you have, air no. of Arizona does not provide enough moisture to fuel a tornado. In Arizona, we average about three actual tornadoes a year. So why would they call themselves the Tucson Tornadoes? That's dumb. That is dumb. Anyway, this guy's obviously a ringer. And worth noting that he makes it kind of clear that he's had a shoulder injury that he's yeah rehabbed from, and it's feeling better. Who is in charge of the graphics on
1: this app? Oh my gosh, the ball wipes. The ball wipes. Hey. <laughs> 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 I think that that might not be what they're called. But they, well, you would call it a star wipe. It's like a yeah. spinning
0: baseball scene transition, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and they have a diamond one too.
0: <gasps> they did. I only saw the baseball ones. It looks as though they built the baseball diamond for this event. Yeah, man. Yeah, they sure did. And so then they built these stands a lot of work goes into the little antics they get into at this ranch. Yeah,
1: how long do you think that took? Like, five (laughs) minutes? Like, Because this is a short summer. Or a very long, (laughs) a long, short summer. It's a very long day. So the the
0: Snake Eyes team shows up. They've got baseball pants, not jeans. They've got their cool black jerseys, very intimidating looking with the black hats, and a very tall man.
1: Mm -hmm. Very tall. (laughs) Do you know who that tall man is? No, tell me. Oh, my God. That is none other than Lester the alien. (gasps) Yeah, that's David Young. (gasps) Only other IMDb credit is as Lester the alien. I don't remember him being so tall. I mean, he had to be to fill out that alien uniform. That makes sense. From space agency. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my
0: God.
1: Yeah. He does look
0: like Lester the alien now that you mention it. And he just rips a mic cord into bits.
1: Yeah, when Mr. Ernst is singing the national anthem. So it's looking like actually kind of
0: competitive game. You know, we're just getting little clips and scenes and... You know, yeah. some sometimes it's the Snake Eyes getting on base and sometimes it's the bar none brawlers. And mm-hmm. s- we see a little bit more like Jake is getting too mad at the little kids who are playing on the team.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's very competitive is what we're learning. He is. But we do see that
0: they're both teams are scoring some runs. And, and yeah. Man is playing and um. the
1: fans are real into it. The Empire, um, the Empire, the umpire was played by Paul Sellers. Um, I would like to tell you the names of the Snake Eyes team. They had Brian Scott Derrick and Steven Ferris and Michael Morales and Bryce Nielsen and Keir Gilchrist and Lucy Hale and Jim Gaff. Nope. Jim Gaff again? So Daniel Andre also played for the Snake Eyes team. He, um, is he did post-production for almost 100, over 100 IMAX films. And he's currently doing post-production for a movie called Mort and Sherman Oaks that he wrote and directed. And it stars Keir Gilchrist, Lucy Hale, and Jim Gaffigan. This makes more sense. Keir Gilchrist, Lucy Hale, and Jim Gaffigan are not on the baseball team.
0: No, they are not. I didn't think so. But you know Daniel. what? A lot of great folks got their start on Hey Dude.
1: Yeah. Daniel Andre. He, he was also in Tank Girl. That's not the first. We've seen
0: somebody else in this show was in Tank Girl. Now it starts to, we just seeing a, like a montage here of mm-hmm. baseball scenes. Yeah. And you're getting the sense that it's competitive, but that the Snake Eyes Ranch are up. And then we know this is the case because Mr. Ernst is walking Melody up to the plate. Mr. Ernst isn't playing. Hmm. He's just the manager. He's just manager. And he's got his um, tornado pal, Mr. McGuire. But he is walking Melody up to the plate and just putting the pressure on. Like, if you don't get on base so that McGuire here can get up to
1: bat. Yeah, we're going to have crowds and fights and tattoo parlors.
0: And you're going to ruin my life. Yeah, it's a really good pep talk. It's an amazing pep talk. It's a pep talk. It's a pep talk. And it made me laugh really hard because I was (laughs) thinking about
1: how, how,
0: what do you do with your melody
1: here? Yeah, she just she does pretty good. She just rolls her eyes at him, and she rolls her eyes at uh, she rolls her eyes at the vleck that asks her out. Yes, she does. It's great. Then she fucking hits
0: that ball. She hits it so hard, and she's really she excited does. about it. It's adorable, but we know she cracks under the pressure of competition, as she did yeah. in. Our little champion. Mm-hmm. She doesn't crack under this one, like you said. No. She hits it real good. But, like, your boss is telling you if you don't hit a baseball, you're going to ruin his life. <laughs> you either have to be such an awesome boss that I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out there and get him for you. Or you love your summer ranch job so much because you get to be with all your cool ranch pals, which is probably what it is. Or... You just really need the money? Like, I don't know about this guy sometimes, his boss. Yeah. It's not a
1: good it's not a good look on him.
0: No. But he's so excited that Melody gets on base that he goes up and like pats this Maguire guy on the shoulder. You can call him Flash. It's okay. Oh, it's Flash, Flash. He jump he jump pats Flash. Yeah. And undoes
1: all the rehab that has happened to that shoulder. Yeah, I really like Mister Flash's advice to Mister Ernst before he started jumping on him was that he should get some juice.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, that part made me laugh a lot too.
1: That I think that was my laugh out loud moment of
0: the episode.
1: It was fine too. I had a couple, but that one get some juice. <laughs> you know what? Now it's up to Mr. Ernest. He has to play or pay. And Flash's advice is step into the ball and you'll know when it's right.
0: Oh, yeah. And I wanted to see if this was actually a real thing because he's hes like, we got to call in a substitute. And We don't have any substitutes. And then Jake says something about like, if you don't have enough players, manager the can, manager play? can yeah. fill
1: in. I wonder if that's real. It, Jake knows facts. If there's one thing we know about Jake, it's that like he's he's up on his facts. That's true. Oh yeah, Mr. Vleck
0: just wants the game to get over with because he hates baseball. Did he yeah. say that yet? I don't know when that happened. I don't know either. But yeah, a big baseball fan here, in Mr.
1: Ernst, he really yeah has a love of the game. And you know, Mr. Vleck says. Uh, he uh, he says it's the national waste of time, not oh. the national pastime. He does say that. Yeah. Well, Mr. Earnest up there. He's got two strikes,
0: but that mm. third pitch comes, and it felt right. It looked right. He hit it. He smashed
1: that ball right out of the park. And if you're if you're watching with captions on, it says triumphant choral music starts playing. <laughs>
0: And he's running home ahead. Melody runs ahead of him and she's just skipping there basically. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Ernst is like hobbling around and he does a jump dive supposed to be a slide and just comically <laughs> crawls toward the base. It's great. And then yeah. nobody knows if they should hug or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward. And it's It's awkward because it's the the cast who feels awkward. It's the actual actors who feel awkward.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's a beautiful moment. I love it. (laughs) Uh, But Black is a real mensch and comes up and gives him a handshake and says, uh, we can be full partners, go 70-30 on this mud bog. And... And Ernst is like, no, but yes, we'll rematch you anytime. Yeah, he wouldn't even do 6040.
0: No. Yeah, they shook hands. Yeah. Jess, this is why sports ball is a good thing. It makes you shake hands sometimes. It's like part of it. Shaking hands is so
1: pre 2020.
0: That's true. This was pre-2020. Look at these <laughs> cuties.
1: Then Mr. Vleck and his kids walk off and they're like, well, we could always do skeet. And I wanted to take you to Etymology Corral. <gasps> oh, yeah. Do it. Um, just a real quickie. A skeet as a form of uh, trap shooting was uh, coined in 1926 when National Sportsman was like, we've got this sport. It needs a name. And so people wrote in and they're like, this is called skeet. And skeet is an old form of the word shoot. Hmm. It also was used in 1893 by illiterate whites to u- use this word to mean more swiftly, to move swiftly, to flee, to run, and also to skate. See, I get it. When the skate and the skeet,
0: like that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. So this is but, just folks wrote in and they're like, this word sounds yeah. cool. Yeah, this is what we're calling this. I like that. Skeet shooting. I think yeah. more things should just be like, this is the word because people called in and they picked I, it.
1: I am, you know, they tried that with Bodie McBoatface. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I they don't do- know how that works these days. It, but- they do
0: it with a bunch of snow plows in Minnesota.
1: That's really cute. It's yes. awesome. I have read those lists
0: and it's nice. Thank you for the detour.
1: Yeah. And then when we wrap up this episode, real cute because it's the next day when the big baseball game is. And when so the kids have fixed the radio and set Mr. Ernst up with uh, his rocking chair and some iced tea. And then they run around the corner and hide. But he's on a telephone.
0: That's impossible. It seems that way, and I didn't think about it until just now. I was watching. Oh, he's on a telephone. He's on a telephone. He's talking to the baseball game on the telephone, and he's finding out what's happening on a corded phone. On a corded phone, and then he's relaying the information to Jake, who's on the mic. And Melody and Danny are making crowd noises and other various sound effects. But
1: where's but who's Buddy? Who's, but- who's, but- who's on the other end of the phone? Was it like calling time and temperature? That's Could you also question. call and call in to the baseball game? In which case, why didn't Mister
0: Ernst just do that?
1: Yeah, or borrow Buddy's Walkman, which surely had a radio on it. Regardless, this is very
0: antic. This is an antic. And it's adorable.
1: It's cute. And Mr. Ernst is into
0: it. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. they're They're goofing it up a little bit. Like, they're not Mm -hmm. hearing correctly. Jake thinks he dropped his hat. He dropped his bat. It's all sorts of silly. And I love it. And by the time Mr. Ernst figures it out, he does exactly what I would do, which is like, oh, my God, I'm going to let them keep doing this. This is so cute. Also, it's pretty good punishment because the baseball games are like three and a half hours long. <laughs> yeah. The, I like that ending. I do too, and I remember that ending. I remember that. Oh. Yeah. Nice. I like when he pulls up the cord because he's like, this isn't making any sense, and it's not attached to anything, but he peeks around the corner and he can see them all working so hard.
1: Mm-hmm. I like it. There's still this sense in my heart looking at that group of teens and buddy and thinking to myself somebody's missing and it's brad
0: where the <laughs> fuck where is brad, been? brad. <laughs> she sorry. plays <laughs> she's there she's in it for like here's okay she's not in that last scene though is she she's not is that she plays baseball briefly so it's not even like they gave kelly brown the week off she still just show up like she couldn't even just like go home yeah. I would rather her not be in it at all, right? And know that she was getting a break versus just like we didn't write you in this one, but you do need to be here because we need this very important clip of you practicing baseball. Anyway, <laughs> hey Jess. That's basically the end of this
1: one. What
0: <laughs> do you think Joe Torres is up to in uh Joe Torres Watch? Mm. I
1: mean, we really don't His baseball skills were never commented on. We know Melody was good at baseball. So I assume that also Christine Taylor was really good at baseball.
0: She only had like two good hits. She had the one that she hit into Mr. Ernst's radio. And then she had Mm -hmm. the one there at the end. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But, you know, could be that Joe Torres is really good at baseball. Place for the Tucson Tornadoes. Yeah. Which um, are a uh, super elite team. So elite, nobody even knows they exist. Yeah. I think that's possible. I don't, I don't know, though. What have you got? Mm-hmm. What have you got swept up in a Tucson Tornado? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Hmm. And he's just out spinning around somewhere in the atmosphere. That seems as likely as anything, though. I mean, I hope it's not that. I hope yeah. he's just on a very elite team. Joe Torres, you're out on a whirlwind adventure around the earth. <laughs> I hope that it's because you're an elite baseball player and not because of a tornado. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, me too, me too. I really hope there's a super elite secret team that you're on oh my of God. some sort. Like, oh
0: my gosh. <sighs>
1: I wish this for you so much. Like the
0: Avengers.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's the spinoff I want.
0: Oh, and he would be the tornado. Danny the tornado. How many
1: uh, cactuses are you going to give this up?
0: Mm. This one grew on me. I actually, the, I did not like the Vlicks. But I get it. Like you have to have the villain. And they yeah. were suitable villains because they definitely did not like that guy. So, but I found them stressful. They were, like, unlikable in a stressful way. Yeah, So, that's were. the points down for me. But, mm-hmm. like, I very, th- I thought that the scenes were cute. I thought the little, I mean, major points for all the, like, the baseball graphics and the set was mm-hmm. great. And their costuming was cute. And the little bits with the radio were adorable and Mr. Ernst um, having his shining moment at the end there where he hits the big one. Mm-hmm. Give it a seven and a half. All right. How about you? Um,
1: Give it a seven. Okay. But I think if I had gone first, I would have given it a six and a half. <laughs> ah. But there is this element when we get together and you know, pot about it mm-hmm. where, where it grows on me. Well, also
0: <laughs> though, like sometimes you point out something to me that I'm like, Oh, actually that was kind of clever that I didn't really notice or think about. Mm-hmm. And so then I'll, I'll up my cacti.
1: And it's nice talking to you because you also have this kid perspective. Um, Cause you've been watching them with your youth.
0: Oh my God, what did he say while we were watching? See, I should take notes when we watch as a family.
1: Yeah, you should take notes on what he says specifically.
0: Oh, God. Because he, he definitely commented on their outfit. He was like, why are they wearing jeans? <laughs> um, before I even. He's like, they shouldn't be wearing those.
1: Very astute observation. I didn't even really acknowledge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, he would know. He's a baseball. Star. He played T-ball.
1: Did he get a trophy?
0: He did. Ooh. You know, kids these days, you get a trophy for showing up.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just took my name off of all of the trophies that I participated with (laughs) that I won in uh, childhood so that they could get donated. Oh. Do you feel less
0: fulfilled now that you don't have trophies? No.
1: no. Hmm. Is, is 40 the appropriate age to get rid of your childhood participation trophies? <laughs> like, what the fuck are we supposed to do with those for our lives? All right.
0: So here's what happens to me. It's like every time that I move, which I move all the time, like yeah. my parents will have sent me things and then I'm like accumulated just crap that they've been holding on to. And then I'll finally get rid of some of it. And then I'll move again. And then they'll send me more. I didn't care about it the first time you sent me this stuff. And now, now what am I going to do with it? now it's like the bottom of the barrel. It's like the dregs of the trophies and things that we're getting sent at this point in our lives. So now I'm trying to find space for like my ski school participation, <laughs> like certificate. <laughs> From, like, the six weeks of 30-minute ski lessons. You did it. (laughs) Which is, like, more like a receipt that my dad paid for it. Yeah. I've told you, though, about Sam's t-ball, right? I know you don't like baseball, but you would love t-ball.
1: I really want to go to a t-ball game.
0: It's so cute. He, the very first game, he was out there on defense, and... He took his glove off to clap for the batter on the other side. But I had to tell him, like, that's so nice, but you got to keep your glove on. You got to put your glove back on. Oh, he cheers for everybody. And, like, it's just the sweetest thing. Everybody laps it up. They love this kid out there. But he gets up to bat. He's He's so much more focused on being a cheerleader and an entertainer and a good sport and all these, like, very entertaining things. That he doesn't really focus on, like, the athletic portion. And he got up to bat, and he hit the ball, and then he ran to third, which, if you, that's not the one you go to first. You go to first, 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 right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, first comes first. So, should we sign off the pod? Yeah. I have to say no troughs.
1: No troughs. Nary a trough.
0: Nary a trough. Nary a Brad.
1: Are you keeping track of um, episode rankings? No. Because I'll be curious. We should definitely publish all episodes ranked by our rating system of cactuses. No, but it's horseshoes.
0: Oh, sorry. But we said cactuses on this one. We did. I did too. Sorry. Sorry. Well, and that's part of it, too, right? Our first season we're going to have some different scales and sometimes yeah. it's out of 7 or 5 or whatever, and sometimes now we've settled on mm. 10. Horseshoes. Oh, that's true. But we can probably do a conversion. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, it was a good time talking to you about Hey Dude today. What did you learn? Did you learn anything before we hang up? I
1: learned that the manager can Probably step in if a player's injured. Yeah, that's facts. I'm glad that we learned that. I
0: basically learned the same thing. And now I have to go. I'm tired.
1: The manager managers can play in MLB games, however, they need to be officially part of the team roster to be eligible. Oh, because MLB rosters are capped. It's the end of that sentence. <laughs>
0: I think that's a player manager, and I don't think that's usually what people do nowadays. Anyway. Anyway. Um.
1: Thank you so much for coming to the podcast, everybody.
0: (laughs) Yes, thank you for coming. And you can follow us on Instagram at YayDudeCast. You can follow us on our other social media, of Facebook. We have a page. And um, you can email us at YayDudeCast at gmail.com. And also, you can write us reviews. Um, please note that there is no actual podcast phone. Don't don't call one hundred A dude. It's not us. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> or call it if that's your thing, but don't. It's not us. No. Anyway, well, well,
1: I love you. Bye for now.
0: Hope you're well, Joe Torres and Jess. I love you too, and bye for now. And I'll see you so soon in
1: real life.
0: Hang up. Hang up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>